0: Hi, and welcome to another episode of Shop Talk with Jeff and John. Hi, Jonathan. Yippity-howdy-doody. <laughs> Great. So that's that's four out of four different ones now. Good. So I like it. I am aiming for originality, Jeff. <laughs> and, and I believe you're hitting your target. Thank you. So good. Thank you. And uh, we are joined this week again uh, with Cameron. Hello, Cameron. How's it going? Good. Yeah, I was about to say you can just be you can just be ordinary. That's fine. Okay, that's and We'll fine. just we'll leave the creative hellos. Yeah. To, just stay in your lane, buddy. Just <laughs> vanilla over here. Yeah. Just just be vanilla. Um, so, w- just a short recap. Good week. Everything going fine with everybody. I went to Disneyland. I know you you mentioned that.
1: I went to Disneyland. And you bought a pass. I don't want to talk about that.
0: Okay. <laughs> And 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 we won't. So, I bought three passes. Yeah, I was just going to leave it at one, but I'll let you since we're not talking about it. That's that's all up to you. So three passes to Disneyland. That's cool. You had a good time. I had a good time. It is completely different
1: from the last time I went.
0: And so did you visit the whole Star Wars? Galaxy?
1: No. Oh, we have somewhat elected to avoid it for the next few months until it sort of it dies down dies down yeah huh.
2: is it that busy
1: um it's busy enough okay yeah. it's busy enough
0: you know so is it truly the happiest place on earth mm. it's not too shabby okay um, it Funnel really cakes. isn't <laughs>
1: well, ha- so having the passport is the is the key right cuz you can go anytime
0: time, and you can just you can you don't have you to don't make have, a whole day out no, of it cuz you're not you don't have to
1: be in a rush
0: either like which is the same mentality I that i use when we go when i go to the bike park i have a bike a season pass mm-hmm. so it's like if i do 5 runs i'm okay if i do 7 runs it's like exactly. i want to ensure that people who buy a day pass get their full riding benefits so i yeah. totally get the uh yeah no pressure if you have a season pass that's that's for sure um yeah, so I a pretty good week. We had a little little temperature influx this week. It's been kind of eh, but you know we've mentioned this before. That's when there's nothing else to talk about in Southern California. You talk about the weather, whether it be it hot, cold, or can't believe it's not raining, or I can't believe it is raining. Well, so we're just I never this, happy. I had this the rash,
1: wet. and um, <laughs> well, okay.
0: This so <laughs> what what happened was? See what happened was. <laughs> uh, well, good. Get that looked at, but but nobody here. We're not going to look at it. So you can <laughs> no. you can you can just take care of that on your own. <laughs> you said you had nothing to talk about, no, it. and I no, thought I no, I got I got a I got a few notes right oh, here to so. man. Go, um, go
2: ahead and web MD that. We'll be, a...
0: <laughs> it hurts when I do this. Well, for God's sakes, don't do that. That's what <laughs> you got to do. Um, so we talked last week, uh, pretty well. Maybe not a, if as in-depth if we'd wanted to because we brought Cameron back to get a little more in-depthness. I hope everyone enjoyed um, last week's podcast. Yeah. Um, there
1: were uh, a lot. Oh, was there, there was a lot thrown it was yeah, out last week. information overload for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So um, I apologize, but sucks to be you as a listener because you have to endure it um, or you press skip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so we wanted to uh, uh, hone it down a little bit, bring it more closer to home. That, uh, what um, can we um, um, uh, get out of these experiences? Uh, or let's let's. I want I want to hear from Cameron. Cameron has uh, uh, experiences out in the back country and things like that that uh, he can definitely um, uh, share with us, and we can benefit from. So, um. Yeah, I mean, let's just really get right to it. So, um, all right, Cameron. Mm. So last week, did, did we, I don't even think we even really like, what's your background, right? Like, how, well, how, yeah. much, how much writing
0: have you done and was, why, how, why you got into it? Was it you that used the terminology Swiss Army Knife? Uh, I think everyone was kind of passing that around. Which I find funny yeah. just because you make fun. Of the actual fact that I carry a Swiss Army knife, I I had a wow. note. Wow, really, really? Yeah.
2: Shots fired.
0: On right <laughs> off the
2: bat. Right off the bat. Now is that is that danger close right there? Why or you or gotta
1: what? be? What's wrong with Swiss Army knives?
2: I don't like non-locking knives. I I I see your point. Right. Because and and that comes from a personal experience. Like I've actually had Swiss Army knives fold on my fingers. Yeah. While using them, no. so I kind of like okay, no more, no more non-locking knives.
0: You know, and the Swiss Army knife I have is not one of those big gargantuan that do does everything. It has mm. it has two knives, it has a screwdriver, can opener, and toothpick, tooth toothpick and tweezers. Mm. The tweezers have been very helpful. So I have
1: a Swiss Army knife in every one of my cars. Yeah, you know, all eight of them, right? And it's it's for safety. You do whatever yeah. now if i if i did carry a, like a pocket knife yeah. right which you know i don't all right law enforcement um then <laughs> then then
0: it would be a locking knife yeah hmm. yeah, yeah. I have both. Well, I mean, but, you know, I mean, you just, I, I just, Swiss I just wanted Army to knife. segue that because uh, every time I bring mine out at work, you're <laughs> like, you're really using a Swiss Army <laughs> knife. So I'm just
2: like, got this little two finger
0: knife going on. It's thing. super sharp and it does everything I need. My it to Swiss de-
1: Army knife used to,
0: or the, one of the ones I used to have had a toothpick. No, mine, mine. I, oh I my gosh. It's in my. I think
2: that's standard.
0: No. Yeah. It has the toothpick and the tweezers uh, at the end. Little white toothpick, little gray tweezers. Yep.
2: You know, hey, at least you're not carrying around a six-inch, like, K-bar. Yeah, right?
0: there, there there, are people that do that as well. There's that. So, um, I didn't mean to interrupt. Mm. I just want... I had a note to talk about that. So, I'm sorry, Jonathan. Go ahead. Uh, oh, yeah, well, you were asking Cameron... Background. About a Swiss Army knife. Yeah, about the So, what are your
1: thoughts on the Swiss Army knife, Cameron? <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> scratch that. Moving along. <laughs> okay, so,
2: um, what is your background? To talk to me, share some... Uh, <sighs> so it comes up a lot, especially at work. You know, people ask like, Oh, do you ride? You know? And I have been riding, uh, pretty avidly since, you know, the joke in my family is, is, um, since birth basically. I mean, the second I learned how to ride a bike was when I started riding a bike, like all the time. Right. It was freedom. Right. And you know, people always ask like, what was your first bike? Well, it was a BMX bike. It's a Haro team race, team race, one full Chrome. You know, the old school, like old school for me, right? Old school for me, early nineties, Haro BMX bike with like, you know, 1.5 tires on it. You know, super narrow by today's standards, but it did me good and I liked it. It was fun. And that's the bike that I actually raced. I, I raced that bike as a kid, um, doing BMX racing and then got quickly burned out of the racing because, as a kid with a lot of team sports, uh, not being a team sport, but as a kid with sports, um, it just becomes a competition with the parents, you know, on the sidelines. Sure. You know, Oh, your kid elbowed my kid. Oh, It's yeah. racing, <laughs> you know? So I, I, I quickly got out of that and got more into like the, I guess you'd call it street freestyle BMX. And then that transported me into, mountain bikes and then velodrome and then bike messengering in Appleton, Wisconsin, and, you know, all kinds of stuff. Uh, That's right. You're from Wisconsin. Not from there. I was born in Poway. Oh, I lived there for a while. My family is from the Midwest. Yeah. So, um, and that's what kind of got me into the 700 C wheel size and mountain biking back then was all 26, you know, it was a two, six mafia. right. Back before 27.5 or 29 or anything like that. So it was, you know, small bikes, and that kind of went even more when I worked for a couple notable companies in California, and got on some teams and was racing, you know, downhill and that kind of stuff. So,
0: so you raced. So when you were racing downhill, and when Jonathan was racing downhill, y'all were on the two sixes, twenty six inch wheel sizes. Yes, Tube sir. Two six mafia. and not tubeless, most oh, likely. God no. Just running so. And did, y- I mean, people still got flats or y'all just didn't think? I did not get flat tires. Is it not an issue? Is It seems like there's a whole big conversation on going tubeless or do you need tubeless? And and what we talked about dropper post in the past, like that's a pure luxury item. Do you feel the same way about tubeless tires? Is it a luxury or do you feel it serves a need? That goes out to both of you. I know I segued way off. Trying. Yeah. Wow. Really? Rude. Um. <laughs> Why have notes if you're not going to follow them?
1: <laughs> Touche. <laughs> uh, Jeff, as Jeff writes here. Uh, t-
0: uh, t- uh. Table it. We'll go back. I just, y'all mentioned 2-6 and my mind just automatically well, went that way.
2: So to answer your original question about flats, I didn't get flats because I ran the thickest tubes possible with liners.
1: Okay. okay. I just didn't get
2: flats. Yeah.
1: yeah. And if you got a flat, you got a flat. Like, and you fixed it and fine. Moved, Yeah. Cool. It wasn't like this thing that somehow do people suck at writing now that they can't like I don't know I I, yeah. I agree That's or the evolution but no no topic for another. no I mean no, I I can go a long time without writing yeah that people are getting punctures I mean if you're getting cuts in your tire guess what we yeah. all got cuts in our tire. pinch flats yeah.
2: or whatever right yeah.
1: no not pinch flats but just cuts oh like in your slices yeah, yeah. slices yeah, yeah, yeah. in your tire yeah. right right you know and, and but as far as like punctures and that's you know all the the side benefit right of of tubeless right so you don't so you don't get those but punctures but man people don't, do they not know where to ride that's probably well, that might
0: be are, it, are not picking right lines
2: or 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 just thinking i have a mountain bike i can go off trail and just mob through every thorn bush in sight
1: i will tell you this and by the way i'm going to tangent this puppy <laughs> is that when i rode on a hardtail I was much more uh, discerning of my line choice. Mm. So uh, you have to be a better rider when you're a hardt- in hardtail. Right. Otherwise, you're crashing all over the place. Well, yeah. and-,
2: and your kidneys are going to hate you.
1: Ergo, on a full suspension, you get the chance to be lazy. You yeah. get the chance to just create your own line and mow through it. Uh-huh. Therefore, you don't have to have as good as bike handling skills. So it's, it, I think it's kind of hand-in-hand with the flat tire thing is that you learn where not to ride.
0: Right.
2: Where,
0: yeah, well, that's, what I, that's the reason so, I just like said a few to- seconds ago with the hardtail and the 26s and running tubes, you definitely are more picky about your line choice. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah.
2: even, if, even if you look at you know, modern racing versus old racing, if you watch the guys today, they look like they're on the edge of completely losing control. But it's this weird like control uncontrol thing. Whereas back in the day, it was like, yeah, it was slower, but people's line choices were better.
0: I will I will give you that when you look at those people and you, and when you talk to them and and you hear about a race report, are. they are they're riding on the edge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of the edge, we got way over there. Let's bring a white back. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: So I want to focus on the gravel portion of this, of your yes, life, okay? Yes. Um, Which so is relatively why?
2: Yeah. Um, so this is a, uh, a question that I don't think anyone that rides gravel can answer effectively, right? Because when I noticed when I was racing, um, not even racing, when I was just riding velodrome, right? Or like riding like on a fixed gear on the street and doing like bikepacking stuff – you're always looking for the fastest way, not not bike packing for um, bike messenger stuff. Um, you're always noticing like what is the quickest way I can get from point A to point B, mm-hmm. right? And you know I did a couple alley cat races and alley cat races is literally like hey you got a couple checkpoints you got to get from checkpoint to checkpoint. Whoever finishes back at the finish first wins, right? And that's you know law enforcement don't kill me. Head first in the traffic, sidewalks, alleys, whatever you can think of. Mowing through a park if you have to. And you're doing that on, you know, 19 wide tires, maybe 23s, if you can get them. Millimeters. Millimeters, sorry, yeah. You know, 23 millimeter wide tires with tubes, with narrow rims, you know, on uh, essentially a a road bike geometry just with a fixed gear. Did you have brakes,
0: bro? No. Oh, man. That's And and my
2: knees can can attest to that.
0: You actually rode a fixie for... It's cool. I'm just
2: almost hey, hey, over hey, here hey, in my hey, Have you yeah, ever hey. have you ever watched Rush? Premium Rush? <laughs> no, I have not watched Premium Rush. There's actually some really good movies out there if you want to watch. What Mac, do, Macaframa? The Matthew Joseph Crew, like, Gordon Levitts. Come on, uh, yeah, Premium just,
0: Rush. That's a good one. When he got and smeared there, also, on the dash of or on the hood of also that car. car. You ride your mm. bikes without brakes, bro. Whoa. There's, there's also oh, Quicksilver. no no, nobody man you just dated yourself (laughs) crickets
1: crickets
2: crickets. look hey you know in my defense the first tour to france was raised on fixed gears that's your defense that's my defense (laughs) i'm going back 100 years (laughs) ill oh my god um (laughs) yeah no so i i i you know coming from a bmx background i don't want to say predominantly but you know growing up around bmx um and especially doing like more of the park street stuff you know brakes get in the way very quickly So on a fixed gear, it's the simplicity of it. You know, it's if I mob through a bunch of wet grass and grass gets all clogged up in my brakes, well, I can't stop anyway. So what does this have to do with gravel? The 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 evolution of, okay, (laughs) I can do wider tire clearance. You know, hey, we're doing disc brakes on road bikes now. Like it's just the go anywhere mentality. Sorry. Big old loop came back. There you go. Go anywhere mentality. Is what is what it kind because you felt constricted? I wouldn't say I felt constricted, but I, I like the the ability to literally go anywhere, right? Even doing like some gnarly single track stuff and have tire clearance and have some actual tread and braking power, right? Because gravel with cantilever brakes or any kind of you know road bike brake setup just doesn't kind of make sense to me because you're you're negating the whole purpose of having tire clearance, mud clearance. So, you will.
0: so is there is there a trade off though with the ability to go to to go anywhere? I'm I'm just want to jump into the technical aspects of how your bike is set up. Yes, you've got a one by, right? Yeah. 1. Now, 11. do do gravel bikes typically have one by or can it be two by or three by? You, Jonathan, yours was originally a two by or three by. Two by. Two by. You converted it to a one by.
1: I have the conversion. You had,
0: but you also said last week. That if you're going on road, you convert it back. Yeah, you have a convertible bike. Uh, yeah. Because you didn't want to Cause lose. Because I'm a
1: mechanic. Right. Cause, yeah, and no, you did. No, and, re- legit, right? Right. I'm a mechanic. I'm capable of it. Yeah. I'm doing it at home. Big but disclaimer. No,
0: it's not. I mean? No, no, it, it's, no. It's no. not a one for one thing. You no, really I got can. you. Yeah. So yours is a one bike, and you've ridden with us on a couple of road rides. Yep. No, so you mm-hmm. have the ability to go anywhere. Yep. Quotey fingers. But what is the trade-off? The trade-off
2: is... uh, Top-end speed? Top-end speed is definitely a factor. So with with my range, I'm 10 to 42 on the rear cassette uh, and a 40 up front, right? Supposedly, if you do a 48 up front, you're only two kilometers an hour slower than a compact road group set, right? So you can eliminate that top speed issue, but you're going to be feeling it. You know, yeah. your jumps between gears are a lot higher. They're a lot, st- a lot steeper, I should say. And but then the trade-off um, on that would be the inability to climb. Exactly. Okay. So it's 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 finding that sweet spot. And yeah. I <clears throat>
0: fall behind on road rides
2: because my climbing gears are slow. So if we're going
0: up, because some... because of the forty up front, yes. If you had yes. a thirty-two up front, you would be all right. No. Really? Wait, it'd be way slower.
1: Say it one more time. You're falling off
2: back. Wouldn't that be more just your leg muscles? As I stated on last week's episode, it is definitely the, uh, it's me. It's not so much the bike, right? Coming off the couch with that last road ride. But, you know, when when I was doing uh, the donut ride with, you know, the donut group on Sundays, like, you know, I was always up in the front leading it. Now, granted, that's a lot slower, a lot slower pace. It's a known route, blah, blah, blah. I'm not, you know, riding next to Casey, who's a mountain goat up hills. Right. Um, So, on Mondays,
1: you guys are averaging probably 19, 22 miles an hour.
0: In, uh, in, in our pace, they they actually have dropped a little bit. Mm-hmm. The the, the la- Yeah, they've slowed. We Before we took the break and we were riding on Wednesdays, we would do an 18.5 to 19 average. Yeah. Now we're 16.5 to 17.5. so So, and that's but that's that's climbing whitewood so we make up a lot of ground once we climb out of the valley i feel so i'm i'm happy with a 17 5 18 and a you know a six kilometer climb so i'm i'm pretty good with that i'm I'm
2: trying to find my my personal stats here
0: so um my average for that ride
2: was 15.2 yeah so
0: still good not not too shabby. I mean, and, that's, you know, that's that's respectable. So when when full hardcore did you get into it? Did, is the bike you're riding now is that your first one yes. hundred percent full fledged gravel bike? That is my first one hundred percent
2: full fledged gravel bike.
0: And that was a conscious decision. That was a conscious decision. Yeah. And so what 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 three factors? I mean, if you could pinpoint it, what drove in in picking that exact one? No, in, in picking a hundred percent gravel bike. Got it. Okay.
2: Um, so the, the bike that I have, um, am I allowed to say brand name? Yeah. 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 Not you're a riding. sponsor. No. Um, so the, the bike that I have, the Orbea Terra 2017 model, um, shares a lot of very, very similar geometry to Orbea's endurance road bike. Not the Orca. The Orca is like their race bike. Right. Right. I think it's called the the Avant or something like that. Anyway, um, a lot of very similar characteristics in terms of geometry to that, right? And the one thing that I liked about the the Terra is that it has a large tire clearance, but not insanely large. I mean, I'm not I'm not putting you know two two point two, sorry two two inches, two point two inch tires on my bike. Right. Right. So I think I have a max of like forty five millimeters. Forty five millimeters, yeah. Which 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 would still be really tight. Right. So because of that, you know, I could run wider tires or if I wanted to, I can put 28s on it and, and 28 millimeter tires and or I can do 32s like a lot of the, you know, the, the modern, mm-hmm. like not one say modern, but, you know, the Damani does 32s and that kind of thing. Right. So um, it was that the versatility that kind of drove me, to, uh, you know, drew me towards that bike. And then also it came one by it came one by with a 40 up front and a 11 to 34 in the back. So it, it was a, it was an option. It was a build option for that bike. It also came as another option with a full Ultegra, you know, compact group set. So, I mean, you could for, get. For more for the roadside. Yeah. You know, more, or if you're just used to it, if you're yeah. used to that group set. Right. Now, coming off of like a mountain bike stint, when I worked for a couple of companies, you know, that were just doing mountain bikes, I really dug the one by, especially the one by 11, because I feel like the one by 11 is kind of. I don't know the best one by you can get one by twelve is cool and all, but anyone that mechanics on them knows that like they wear out really fast and they're kind of fragile. So,
0: but yeah. And so you got the bike with the sole with the purpose behind. What were you hoping to do? I mean, were you looking to? Oh man, I hate to say it, Swiss Army knife. <laughs> no, no, not not looking to do not not that. What were you looking to do? Were you looking to get in? To, to bikepacking, to adventure... I mean, to ultralight crossing Australia riding or more like the spandex stampede type um, of thing? All or All of the above.
2: In time. In time. Right? So, I mean, so.
0: I'm not going to hop a plane to go to Australia right now, but...
2: Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, so... You have holes in your toothbrush, at least. I don't have holes in my toothbrush. I have half a toothbrush. Oh, okay. It's different. Okay. Um, the... <laughs> semantics. <laughs> anyway, the... Um, so I had done some bike packing trips. Uh, most recently, before getting my gravel bike, I had done a trip uh, out in Joshua Tree, and that was actually on <laughs> a prototype intense ACV. Right. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So it was on that, and the only real bag I can put on it was I could strap a you know a dry bag to the bars and then a saddle bag, and that was it because there's no other clearance on the frame to put anything else.
1: Wait, without incriminating yourself. Yeah, How did you go bikepacking in Joshua Tree, a national park? Uh,
2: without incriminating myself? Yeah. Okay, can, just, can incriminate you. it's just incriminate yourself. Just incriminate myself? Okay, so, um, <laughs> man, I'm going to get so much heat for this. I have never paid for a campsite in Joshua Tree. And I've been out there both climbing, because, you know, I us
0: do rock climbing um and yeah, but you know, back in the day you didn't have to pay right? so i right I, jeff knows what's up i used to i've never um, paid either you because you come
2: late the gates close i mean sorry the the booth is closed but the gates wide open
0: um and then you leave late sunday after they've already gone exactly And indian
2: cove's even easier so. hey that happened to yosemite
1: yeah no i i was expecting and then it, actually you know the the ranger was there
2: on my way out and he's like have a good day. I'm like,
1: yeah. All right. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I was ready to show them my, <laughs> yeah. my pass. You know? Well,
2: and I also have like insider info too. Um, I have friends that live in Joshua Tree. So they kind of keep me up to date on, not recently, but you know, they've told me like, hey, conditions are going to be poor. There's not going to be any, that many people out there, blah, blah, blah. So yeah. But I mean, still,
1: what I'm actually trying to ask is where did you go bikepacking in Joshua Tree when? You're really not supposed no, to be yeah, on the trails. Really not supposed to.
2: Um, so that was geology tour road, right? So the- oh, that's
1: that's doable. Yeah, yeah, that's
2: yeah, a, yeah. a f- off road yep. trail. Yeah. Yep, which so, that's one of the places that I want us to go
1: back again. Yeah, and a fun, we're gonna camp. It's a fun we're gonna trip. we're gonna whatever do backcountry camping
0: yes. down at the bottom of mm-hmm. geology that, Tour well road. that was one the, of our down origi- by the turnaround yeah yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. Do, do the big old lollipop and camp down at the bottom totally. that was our original goal and that's still on the on the docket yeah okay so that's course. your story you're
2: sticking to it yeah yeah, yeah. Right. yeah so um and you
0: know no it, i don't i don't see him as a as a rule buster in riding on trails but no no yeah, no, no.
2: And, and that's the thing is like geology, uh, sorry it Joshua sucks tree, by yeah. the
0: way because on that california hiking trail
1: there's there's dirt tracks or dirt. Yeah, uh, it's everywhere. Hello. There There's bicycle tracks. Bicycle tracks there.
0: Well, you know It's yeah. really sucky. I know, but in the works, and I don't know where it is in, in, in anybody's legislative voting, it's they're supposed to vote no, on that. I talked to the Rangers. Not going to? You no, know, it, it's got nothing to do with biking.
1: Nope. California and horse riding trail.
0: I I I under I know, but I thought there was a a, really okay, because I would read no bikes will never be a part of that. Well
2: and there's also something to do with the fact that it's a national monument versus a national park or something. No, no, it's a park, not a monument. It was
0: a monument when I first started going. It's a park now. Man,
2: I've, where, where have I been this whole time?
0: Yeah. Um, uh, we just call it J-Tree.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah. So, I mean, on Geology Tour Road, there are some very notable boulder problems out there also. And, you know, if you happen to, you know, see a car coming down the road and you don't want to get lit up, you just kind of go behind one of those. And they drive right past you.
0: Yeah, but i have I've ridden geology to a road, mm-hmm. and you can there's there's back, allowed to backpack, there's, yeah. ba- there's back country camping out there yeah um uh, my my fear was um
2: having not paid to get in well they don't all. they they're they're not, don't check they don't, you know, they, don't they don't check
0: a receipt when you're in the park they'll well normally, the, the
2: last the last thing i wanted though was to go out there and get busted and then like get fined or something you know it's supposed to be a fun trip and you don't yeah. want to
0: get you know so geology out. to a road no that's because I've ridden it that's yeah. a breaky bump washboard Dude, the rattling. way down is awesome i know but it on and the way up sucks it's gonna is gonna suck however gross. on a, on i've done it and i did it way back when on like an old cannondale y 2000 mm-hmm. so you know full suspension so the old the old washboard thing didn't really bother me mm-hmm. and the other times we've done it you know it was always on a full suspension bike, yeah. So the washboard road didn't bother me, which is my biggest question. And I've asked this and <laughs> the whole time that we talk to people is like, why subject yourself to that type of riding on a road bike? When is it literally, is it comfortable? Is it fun? I mean, that's, so that's my whole hang and I don't want to say hang up.
2: Last last weekend you barred me from using a certain phrase saying I have to come up with a new phrase. Well,
0: yeah, you know, that whole type two thing. No, that doesn't make sense because you know going in that road sucks.
2: Yeah. And you're going Well, to- okay, so timeout. So knowing what that road is like, I would not have done that on a gravel bike, period. I mean you would have rattled the bike to death. So therefore
1: it's not a Swiss Army knife. Society
2: bike. we're talking washboards that would destroy a car.
0: Yeah, but what bike did you take down geology to? I, I was the ACV. A mountain bike. Oh. Oh.
2: Man, we're getting into that conversation. See? We? No. Well,
0: no. No. I mean, I'm
1: with you, Jeff. So that's it, my whole point. Proves the point.
0: That's, that's the question that anytime and and my yeah. question hasn't yeah. changed the, the which would you rather question. No, why? Oh, yeah. and, and that question hasn't changed. If you knew the type, okay, let me ask you this: You have again. I don't. I, I hope I'm not coming across aggressive. The, the bike that you have, <laughs> yes, and the and knowing the road, yes. Would you load up ultralight and go camping and ride geology to a road on your Obeya right now?
2: Um. Honestly and this isn't even just an act of defiance I probably would I would just go way slower Yeah I would too right You would just go way well, slower be, be, Because one thing you do notice on a full a full rigid bike is it is a little bit quicker right You don't you don't lose you don't get any pedal bob you don't get any of that so I mean you know on certain things It's just blowing up your body that's it, yeah, the problem
1: Yeah
0: that's, that's and and I've you know it's so
1: like what is it jarring
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Like I said lower back and kidneys Well, um, well I I mean I'm going to find out because the adventure bike. Yeah, you are. The adventure rig that I'm building is is a mountain bike, but it's a hardtail.
1: Still different. You, you, you should, think you should, put a, you should put a rigid fork on there? No, Still I'm, different. I'm. I'm. I, I have age in my bones. The, the front suspension is really a
0: lifesaver. Oh, it's hey.
1: not so much. It's not so much the hardtail part. No, no,
0: I agree because I remember when we were, when I first had you know riding mountain bikes and. And you had the rigid fork. And when the yeah. first fork came that, out, that's the sucky part. What what a difference it made. Yeah. So and but that, that was my whole point. Yeah. You know, it's like, so we want to go geology to a road. Mm-hmm. I know the type of road it is. There is no way I want to you're ride not, you're a you're not road. going fast, that's for sure. I don't I mean, what bike are you gonna ride when we do the trip? Are
1: you gonna ride your checkpoint? Toss of a coin, man. Seriously. Really? My mountain bike is ready for a Bike packing trip. My and that's so. Me and you are going to have the same kind of mountain bike bike for a trip.
0: I have a what do I have? Marlin seven, old
1: school Marlin. Oh, oh, the hardtail. Yeah, Yeah, the hardtail. Yeah. So
0: you and I will be riding the same same bike. You're going to drag that trailer behind you on that. Yep, that's that's the whole idea. My my adventure rig, my adventure rig is going to be equipped with the Bob trailer. Story
2: time. Um, geology tour road on the way down. We were flying right. Oh, I know. Right. So I, and I'm on, you know, a uh, uh, um, you know, call it a, a plus mountain bike. Right. So I'm, I had a three inch tire in the front, like a two eight in the rear, right? right. Down to like maybe 15 PSI. And the prototype at the time had, um, was it 150, 130 travel. Right. And I was just, I was fine. The yeah. guy, the guy I was with was yeah. on a 29 inch Turner, um, Sultan, Sultan, I think. And he had two twos. I would look behind me and his back end would be swinging out next to him because he was bouncing around so much. He was surfing on his bike. Yeah. And I was just cruising, like jumping things. And like, oh, here's a here's a big little rock in the middle of the road. Let me jump on that. And and he was like, you could see, you know, the the white knuckle okay. grip was so bright. I could see it.
0: Fast forward. Yeah. You're, you go on this trip with us or, you know, you do it again. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to do it on your... I, did you answer that? Are you going to do it on your current I, whip? I would. I would just go really slow.
2: <laughs> I mean, so if I did it with you guys and I used my bike, you know, I didn't like borrow a bike or whatever like that, um, I would just be like, all right, cool. I'll see you guys at the bottom. And I would just, just cruise. Because Okay, so getting back to the original question is, you know, why gravel,
0: right? Um, or or why the style bike that you have Yes. If, if you're really hesitant or if it's going to be a slow, methodical not speed trip going down geology tour are a road such as that because
1: it doesn't okay. Like, if it, in my opinion, if, okay, if it wasn't just geology tour, yes, right? So, yeah. there's the roads to get to geology there's, tour, yep. right? yeah, which are and roads. that's why you pick a hybrid because now you're getting the best of both worlds Efficiency. and the worst yeah. of both worlds,
0: okay, right? No, I know no, I...
1: if it was purely, hey, let's park our car at the start of geology tour road, which is all dirt. Right. And then all we're going to do is mountain bike. Well then you would
2: go mountain bike, Bring a mountain bike. Yeah. Okay. The other option, not option. The other reason too is space. Right. So I do not like things hanging on me. Right. I don't like backpacks. I don't like camelbacks. I don't like any of that stuff. Right. So if I, the more I can mount to the bike, the better. right? Right. So with that trip that I did, it was backpack, you know, which sucked. So you're you know and it's you know because
0: you lose the whole middle triangle of, of, yeah, of being able to you put have things. Su-
2: suspension there right yeah. and with my current setup I mean you've seen my frame bag you know I have a little half frame bag that kind of sits yeah, right above so you my have water a bottles. half
0: you have a half frame bag and you got your water bottles in there if you did a bigger trip would you put a bigger frame bag in there
2: I could um, I probably wouldn't need to with my current setup no 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 okay so if I'm doing you know one day two day three day you know two nights. Um, my current setup would be light enough and small enough to pack into what I have now. Right. If I was doing more than that and logistically needed more water or, you know, more food or whatever, then I would probably do a bigger frame bag and then do water some other, some other
0: way. So, uh, so I guess that's, you know, I, I'm intrigued Mm -hmm. and, and, and JT can tell you and Jonathan can tell you when this whole thing first started, I was intrigued by the whole aspect of loading up a bike and putting things on a bike. Yeah. And then Jonathan loaded up his bike with like 85 pounds and then the intrigueness went away. Yeah. And I sort of rethought the whole thing. But um I guess you have to really be efficient in packing and utilization of well, stuff. With your setup, yep. you can't bring extra comfort items. Nope. Nope. Whereas so, my setup, I feel I'll be able to bring I mean, a comfort item to make it nice around camp. I can I, still fit the chair yeah, in my well, setup. That's that's I'm gonna have a trailer. So <laughs> you can um, fit my chair, I can carry your chair. So, my-
2: <laughs> so you know, I, I also, I also like, you know, worked in the, the outdoor climbing, backpacking industry for a bit, you know, and we, you know, I worked at a place that we outfit guys for the PCT, right. And Pacific Crest Trail and the Appalachian Trail and the yeah. Continental Divide, right. Yeah. Um, and those guys are using really lightweight stuff. And the one, th- the one kind of key phrase I got from that time working in, in that industry was you're going to suffer somehow right? So you have to choose how you want to suffer, right? Are you going to freeze at night because you have a little bit of a, of a colder bag? Are you going to, you know, are you going to bring a, you know, a a warmer bag and warmer gear and now your back's going to hurt because you're carrying more weight. You know, your feet are going to hurt because you're using a lightweight boot versus a stiffer boot that, you know, takes the brunt of the force. So you're going to suffer somehow, right? And the way I've done it, I mean, and keep in mind, this is fair weather backpacking. Uh, bike packing, I should say. Right, I'm not going out in hail. I'm not going out in a snowstorm. <laughs> I don't think they right? set
0: out to go in a snowstorm or nope. hailstorm. It just happened. So that being said, like my setup works. <laughs> Classic story, though. Wicked it, it, <laughs> story, dude. That was uh, wicked. Every I time
2: I hear it, you know, did your water freeze? Because uh, yeah, I mean, there, yeah. you no know, there were. It didn't like freeze. Totally over. solid freeze. Okay. Yeah. Because that's a that's a an interesting problem when it happens. I had ice water in the morning. Okay. Yeah, you you wake up and your your bladder is literally a giant ice cube, and you have to figure out okay, am I going to waste the fuel to melt it? Am I just going to hug it and like hope that body heat warms it up? Like, what am I going to do? Right, waste,
1: waste the fuel. That's what yeah, I mean
2: basically waste <laughs> the fuel, right? Yeah. And, you know, and, and most stoves nowadays are pretty, you know, I didn't care. Pretty efficient at.
1: I cooked up the top ramen in the morning, man. No, I don't there care. Go. Yeah.
2: So. That being said, like my setup, it my setup allows me to suffer in the ways that I am comfortable with. So you'll give up comfort at the camp. Yeah my my sleeping bag is a thirty two degree bag that packs up to the size of like a tall can or like a you know a little bit smaller than like a Nalgene like a thirty two ounce Nalgene.
0: Okay, so we we talked about your trip. Let let let's talk about equipment on yeah. on on a. Now let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just segue because I had the note here to ask you. So, uh, bike packing, yes, it, is that different than touring? Oh, man, I don't know.
2: No, I mean, I, oh, okay.
0: So, what it, do you think, Jonathan? In, I mean,
2: yeah, it's different for the sake of marketing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: honestly, it is. I mean,
2: you look at you it look is. At, I don't know. Okay, yeah, hold on. Okay, okay so please no, allow me to
0: explain. Yeah, okay, please, but no, let me. Mean, okay, I'll, I'll allow you to explain, but let me ask this. You see a guy with a, with, a, with, a, with a rigid, you know, a bike like Cameron's. Mm. He's got uh, a saddlebag, I mean a handlebar bag. He's got that compression bag hanging off the back of the seat, and he's got a frame bag. Okay. Now the bike beside it, let's say you're set up front panniers and rear panniers. Yeah. Are you going to call both of those a bike piking? No. Okay. But Ooh. you're both are going on the same trip. Yes. Okay. Ooh. It's marketing. Uh, so explain. Okay, go ahead. I'm it's gonna... marketing, Jeff. I for know. Cran out loud for week three. The, this is seems to be the theme of all things bicycles. The marketing
1: machine, man. That's all, and it's fun. It's great, but you just gotta just know what the terms are, you know? Yeah. So, bike touring has really just ever been recognized as the fact that you're just you're hauling all your gear, and you figure out a way to haul your gear, and at that time, we're talking you know, uh, whatever, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, it was panniers, and there's there are these saddlebags yeah. that will hang off your rack, so you needed a base rack, right, that mm-hmm. was attached to your bicycle, and then these these bags would then hang off, okay? So you figured out any which way. You would put the bags in, your, in, in the back rack. You would try to f- come up with the front rack. You would put the bags up there, And for what it's worth, uh, bicycle tourists were riding on roads, paved roads, to get from point A to point B and all the way from L.A. to New York.
2: Yeah, usually from town to town, too. Yeah,
0: Yeah.
1: all the above, right? And in the meantime, we also knew that in between these towns, there were going to be roads that stopped being roads and they would just turn into dirt gravel. And so you still needed tires that were gonna be resilient and things like that, right? So there are tire manufacturers that have actually catered towards the bicycle tourist crowd and therefore have bicycle touring tires, okay? Yeah. Then you got bike packing. And this is really a recent evolution. And we're talking five, eight years, maybe, tops, right? Where, okay, hey, I want to be more minimal ultra light per se of the traditional bicycle touring because the bicycle touring you really were
0: carrying the kitchen sink a lot sink. the kitchen sink and the the bikes were slow cuz anytime you see them even Correct. the bikes are slow and cumbersome handling is just not fun either because right because of all the weight yeah.
1: yeah right okay so therefore the idea here is okay let's let's uh, uh, come up with new baggage uh, luggage pieces that is going to allow me to uh, uh, be lighter weight. By the way, I now have to sacrifice some things. I can't bring the kitchen sink with me anymore. Right. I literally cannot. There's no room. So, But my bike is going to be more maneuverable. And therefore, it allows me to really be in the dirt if I wanted to. So therefore, I'm going to bike pack. Right. Now, guess what? That whole... That whole philosophy of that luggage, or the lighter, the the minimal luggage, people are still using that to go bicycle touring now. Yeah, right. So for what it's worth, just bicycle touring. Just think about more road friendly and bike packing. Think about more mountain friendly. But regardless, I can still take all my bicycle touring equipment with me and ride in the mountains. Right, no. And it is what it is, and vice versa.
2: Well, you know, give you an example. Like, when when my wife and I went to to Europe, um, I guess that was last year.
1: It was. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> I'm losing track of time. And we were we were at the Colosseum in Rome, right? And there were two girls, um, well, young women, I should say, on touring bikes, right? Full panniers, the, the works, right? And they had literally, they, they were British, and they had gone from, Britain across the channel into France and then over to, you know, Germany and they dropped down and then they went out down into Italy and they were making their way down into, I believe she said they were trying to get into Africa and just do this crazy, like they were going down to Italy and then going back up and then going over and going, but down into Africa. And the one thing that I, I kind of was shocked by was how clean they were. Like, they, like they were like staying in hostels and hotels the entire time. Like they, they brought gear, mostly clothes and you know amenities for the trip, right? And they, they had some you know relatively decent you know gear in terms of tents and that kind of stuff. But it was mostly like, hey, that's just in case, uh-huh. right? In the middle of nowhere, we have to go. And they were staying in the hostels the entire time. And I was talking to them, and they were like, you know, they were like mid twenties, and it was like, oh, we're just gonna go, you know, ride around Europe and then try to get down to, down into Africa, All right? And 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 the bikes were exactly what Jonathan said, full panniers front and rear. You know, you know, you got your little, you know, dingle coffee cup hanging off the pack, you know, and you got, you know, just, you know, old school, old school. Yeah. You know, like steel frame, you know, I see bikepacking as a transcendent of
1: ultralight backpacking. Yeah. Right. Which is not comfortable. Right. You and I, Jeff, have agreed. Yeah. We don't care for that. Yeah. No, I I will
0: go slow. So I'm comfortable right. at the
1: camp. So for me, there is no reason for me to invest in bike packing luggage pieces, yeah, because I don't want to give up those pieces. Yeah. But hey, doesn't mean it sucks. It just means that we
0: have made a lifestyle choice. No, I 100. That's that's a decision mm-hmm. I've made. And that's reason I'm not like ashamed to. I'm be dragging a trailer. So yeah. I'm, you know, totally. Because if it is a when, cool trailer though. When yeah. we get to somewhere, I want to be able to sit down and not be on the ground with that's, firewood.
2: <laughs> See, The ground what? doesn't bother me,
0: yeah. So,
1: yeah, so would you consider you say th- that and then don't be sitting in our chairs next time? So, that's all <laughs> I, I have to say me. about that. Trust me, oh, I, our,
2: I, I will be over there rolling around in the dirt like a our, dog.
0: Or, Hey, uh, so you want to throw this on your trailer so I can have a chair movie? Yeah, I can, you <laughs> yeah.
2: know what? No, so I knew this was coming, so I just, what I just what? out of spite. I mean, I, I I might chip a your, tooth your, on some your road. Your ego is
1: that is that big that you can't even say, hey John, hey Jeff. Chairs right. are cool. You're right. Yes. <laughs> wow.
2: Um, no, I mean, I so the thing about super ultra light, only bringing exactly what you need to me. I I like the challenge. I like the minimalist challenge.
0: Even if nobody else in the group is 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 presented hey, you okay. with that challenge so do you remember
2: how you were saying that when you were in you guys were you know you know set up bivouac somewhere and you would go off and you just couldn't be around people that snored and crap like that yeah i'm kind of the same way like i like yeah if we go in a group like yeah we're gonna hang out and all that stuff but i will go you know 20 30 feet away from everybody and that's where i all set up camp oh good lord right no it, it, it's it's not even like i've even done like like church youth groups you are disinvited oh okay <laughs> <laughs> what does it matter to you you don't know, will be biased anyway what does it matter when i'm sleeping <laughs> exactly oh um i just you know i i I, <laughs> I like the challenge of being out in the middle of nowhere by not necessarily by yourself but like with with no technology per se like yeah you bring your cell phone but you don't it's not on you know it's just there, just like an emergency what? It, 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 it's 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 like carrying around a spot what? you know what i mean like the little gps you spot the emergency you can't play thing. Netflix. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, because you gotta. Uh, I you're gonna, be, you're gonna be like going through like you know the Office episodes in yeah. the middle of nowhere.
0: Oh, no, no you I, take, I can't do it. I want to sit take,
2: and I want to watch shadows get long. I want to sit and I want to just enjoy no, a campfire. I, and, I see that
0: aspect, but right? there's also the aspect of having music, C- creature comforts. No, there's also the aspect of hey, it's 2019 and we're riding bikes to the beach. And All I, the more yeah. reason to disconnect. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I don't have to be a purist. You know what yeah. I mean? Like
1: again, I'm out there, fine. You know what I mean? No. To each his own, for no. sure. Yeah. But I mean,
0: Netflix is coming. Yeah. And the brick. He takes the I take a brick too. So I'm not well, so
2: yeah. So so you and I were talking about it. And you know, we're talking about, you know, battery supply and that kind of thing. And my sole purpose for that was powering lights. And that's it. Yeah. Right. So if we do like get behind schedule or whatever and we have to ride at night through you know, not too crazy of, mm. of terrain. Like, how am I going to power those batteries? And and that honestly, you know, especially with nowadays everything being USB rechargeable, you can't just bring a couple extra double A's. You know, you got to have no true story. You got to have a solar panel or a brick or something to bring bring along. Well, right? that's why that's why I I bring my my brick because I can it, charge my it's lights. That's why
0: you bring your 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 mini generator with, wanna, two, with two gallons of so gas. I can charge gas. my lights. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I bring a, I bring a small GoPro panel, not a GoPro, uh, uh, goal zero goal zero panel, yeah, the nomad, and I bring a brick and yeah. like, uh, you know, and I, I will take a GoPro camera and I will take, you know, a USB light for inside the tent. And all of those are rechargeable and charged by, Dude, by the brick. I or... literally have that 20,000
1: amp hour one. I can you can charge an iPhone like ten
2: times. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. yeah.
1: The Goal Zero one, right? No, I get I, I returned that. Oh, goal that's zero. right. You did return that the, one. It yeah. wasn't it wasn't recharging fast enough, right?
2: I I have a Goal Zero. I'm I'm happy with the panel, not with the battery pack. The See, battery I don't use the Goal Zero battery great. pack.
0: I use the panel to charge the brick yeah. that I have. So the uh, battery you know, pack.
2: so you said camera. So I've even toyed with the idea of like bringing a couple of disposable cameras. And just kicking it completely
0: old school. You you, you know it's 2019. I own a
2: typewriter, okay?
0: (laughs) So do I. However, they don't even make cameras anymore, I don't think. Yeah, they they do. do. Yeah,
2: you can get disposables. You just can't get them developed. (laughs) You got to mail them (laughs) in to some random (laughs) website to get them developed. No, so I,
0: I actually you, you, you get a dozen disposable cameras for five dollars. It costs you four hundred and sixty to get them all yeah, developed. Yeah, pretty much.
2: So prior to that Europe trip, I I was borrowing a uh, a Canon A1, like a nineteen eighty Canon A1, totally manual camera. Right. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna bring this. I'm gonna bring some rolls of film. And I'm gonna go on this trip. I'm gonna take a bunch of pictures. I couldn't find anywhere to develop them.
0: I just I just said no. I'm I'm bringing the iPhone. Sorry. No, back I got on, you. Back on track. I, I had a, yeah, I'm going to try to steer us back on. So going back to that bike touring, adventure riding, gravel riding, if we're lumping it all into one thing. And then um, a- another thing that I, I found interesting when looking or trying to think about this bike packing stuff, I put a saddlebag or whatever it is on there. It's not like I can just load up in my car and go to Ottawa and hike Devil Slide Trail. No. Because you can do that on any given weekend. I feel there is more work involved to try to figure out where you're actually going to be able to ride a bike. Yep. Way more logistics. Yep. Off country, off trail, or mm-hmm. in a trail. To me, bike backpacking just seems easier as logistically, and then then to be able to, to tour as to use Jonathan's marketing term. Uh, to do touring and if i happen to go down a gravel road to to get to an inn or whatever that seems that seems way more logistical feasible to me than like because when we were looking and i and i remember our frustration and and i think you had some too was how do you do it where do you go where do you find a single track trail that you can ride a bike on that's going to allow you to to camp and bike you know and camp on it or hike on Mm -hmm. because most trails are, are just designated for like you said, the, the hiking and riding challenge Joshua Tree, the riding part is for horses. Which is weird because in a state that has very progressive bike laws, yeah. there's still a lot of very
2: minimal bike allowed stuff. like Horses are allowed more than bikes are in some places. Well,
1: hold on. So your first mistake here is thinking that you're in a state that has very progressive bike laws. Mm. I don't believe mm. we have... You have counties... It, counties. Okay, yeah, yeah.
2: Yes. Sorry. Your state a, sucks. A, 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 yeah. dis- a distinction needs to be your made. State, counties, yes. State, no. Yeah, your state has not Orange made County, yeah. Yes, Irvine, yes. Temecula, no. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> what, no, I... Uh, we do not have the infrastructure.
2: Mm-mm.
1: It is not a Southern California thing. I is might it a, argue
0: that maybe Northern California, there's some fun stuff to be had. Is it other? Is it a other state thing? You think? You think it's more feasible to like load up a bike and go on a trail and do kind of bike packing, where you're actually riding a trail. You, I mean, okay. The, my wish
1: before I at least die would be to ride one of these two trails, which would be um the rails to trails in idaho mm-hmm. or the great allegheny passage which is give me a moment from like pennsylvania uh, philadelphia down to washington dc
2: I don't know that one.
1: Yeah, I'm not familiar
2: YouTube. It. Well, and, and we even we even hit on this list this last week, right? So in Southern California, we don't have like gravel. We don't have gravel trails, right? Other other states in you know in the United States, like in the South especially, they have winding through forests gravel trails that go for miles, like tens of maybe even hundreds.
0: So so right? you said that out loud, but yet you still went and bought the bike that you bought. So yeah. are you limited? Do you feel limited? Cheated no. or? Do you, any no. regret at all?
2: Oh No, no. I mean, ultimately, I mean, you know, why do you buy a bike? Right? We live in 2019, as you've said numerous times. I own a car also, Yeah. but I bought a bike because I wanted to have fun. And, you know, a, the gravel bike genre, if you will, is like, hey, I'm torn between a hybrid, a road bike, and a mountain bike.
0: It gives you the ability to just yeah do a
2: little bit you know it, it's kind of that jack of all trades master none kind kind of mentality just getting ready to say that okay so Sorry. so
1: if I were to throw out a challenge okay okay um I I've, I've seen people just say hey I want to get from Lake Elsinore mm-hmm. I'm using an example now right uh, Lake Elsinore to Pasadena and then you just put in Google Maps lake elston pasadena and you pick this bicycling function and you just follow it Mm -hmm. that's it yeah don't overthink it gravel bike
0: no right no 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 i mean i'm I'm, yeah,
1: yeah i legit so a gravel bike is would be the key a touring bike a dual sport by the way people listeners ride a bike Yes. Yeah. Period. Ride a bike, in, in right? So you know we get into the weeds because it's fun. Yeah. But ride a bike, and so if you ever want fun. to go from Lake Elsinore to Pasadena, then speak up, raise your hand, and
0: we'll f- we'll find a way to get there. That's it. Is that like a two-day trip, three-day trip? Who knows? We'll Who, see. Yeah, as long as know.
2: it takes. Yeah. Well. No. Something <laughs> I used. To, something I used to tell people all the time is they're like, "Well, what happens if you get lost?" Dude, you're in California. Yeah, you're not gonna get lost. Yeah, and even if you do, you're gonna get found.
0: Right? right? You're not on Mars. Right. Well, like like I said, it, you know, a lot of the wise have been answered on my half. You know, and and I appreciate the honesty when you admit that uh, you know geology. That Swiss Army knives are awesome. Yeah, yeah, and that geology tour road can beat up a a gravel rattle bike, rattle it to pieces. Yeah, but uh, granted. That's just one road. Yeah, that's just,
2: I mean, and and honestly, hey, if anyone that works at Joshua Tree is listening, make it more bike accessible because there are, you know, I've even seen some people that, you know, especially up in like uh, Wyoming and places like that, they'll ride their bikes from their house to the climbing spots with all their climbing gear and they're flaking rope out of a, out of a saddlebag. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's cool. Right. Can't do that, Joshua Tree.
0: No. Right. But there, there's more than Jolly Jutour Road. There's yes. Baker Dam Road, there's Keys, yeah. you know. And
2: and there's a whole section that's just BLM that people don't even don't even think about. You can go out and do whatever you want. Oh, out we
0: there. thought about it. <laughs> the,
2: the roads are
0: terrible. Uh well, yeah. Listen to episode four. Not or when you're in an FJ. <laughs> yeah. Oh Please.
2: okay. I'm talking bikes. <laughs> I'm I'm talking bikes, man. You you cut through that sand like a razor blade and you just get bogged down and you stop. Yeah. Uh, Although the FJ is a cool idea though. I went out there in a in a uh, shout out to my friend Brian, a very built up Subaru Forester. We were flying down I forget what road. There's a, a jade mine out in Joshua Tree, and we were flying down this road going like 55 miles an hour, just insanely fast in a Forester. It was fun.
0: I well we 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 had fun in the OFJ, and uh, learned a lot about the uh, the four the four bike bike rack that Jonathan has and the the ability of.
2: Did it fall <laughs> off?
0: No.
1: No. Do, no,
0: do you not listen to any
1: of our podcasts?
0: I, apparently, I forgot that wow. one. Wow! <laughs> no, we, we we gave a complete big shout out to that yeah. bike crack. It did Huge! The yeah, bike. It's, it's
2: the the Saurus Four Freedom. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, really good. It was uh, it was awesome. Mm. Well, Cameron. Yep. Th- thanks for coming in, clearing up a few things. I know that we may have not touched on everything on the notes, um, but uh, I think I think you explained it. I'm I'm excited. I'm not gonna do it on a uh, on a road style bike. I'm gonna do it on on the bike that I'm currently equipping with a trailer. Yep. So I'm looking I'm f-
2: I'm stoked to see that trailer in action.
0: I'm i st- I'm looking forward to a trip. And when the fall comes, yep, we're doing geology tour and we can do the beach trip too. Yep. We do the beach trip in September. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, do yeah. the geology tour road in October. And then you know what happens after that. It's time for our annual backpacking trip. Where to? We're doing old grayback this year. Sango Oh, Sang, yep. Sang San yep. G. That one, though, we have to ask for an extra day off just because of the logistics. And yeah, it's a big one. Did you see Sherry had was in uh,
1: Utah, Utah, uh, Utah, uh, Colorado, Colorado, Colorado. Colorado yeah, yeah. And she went up to four, uh, 12,000 12, 12, feet. Yeah. And she had a. Oxygen.
0: Almost like a little heeds bottle. A little she had some sickness. Mouth- no, no, no. Oh, just like
1: a she it's, pre-planned. So ah. she went to CVS or I don't know what, but you can buy those at
0: Walmart. I even looked it's, it up. It's like a it's a little can of oxygen with a mouthpiece. Five liter it. oxygen. It's seriously, like Delia. a heads bottle. Isn't
1: there a, a, it looks like an algae
2: bottle? Is it Mount Evans? I think Mount Evans is like it's a 14er you can drive to the top of. Or something uh, like that. I'm not sure, but there are
0: 14 14ers in Colorado. I'm gonna pick yeah. up.
1: Well, I'm gonna yeah. pick up one of those. I already saw it. It was like nine bucks. It's pretty awesome. So
0: way to go, Sherry. Thank mm-hmm. you, Sherry, for uh, allowing us to be able to carry more gear <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> to, to, to weight our bikes up even, even a little more. So, uh, well, you know, look right over there. Yep, that's it. You can see it. That's the weekend. You can see it from here. I said it backwards. You can see the weekend from here. And as we end every show, get out and enjoy the weekend, guys. And like Jonathan said, ride a bike, hike, walk your dogs, do something. Get out enjoy the outdoors. Have fun. Cameron, thank you for joining us again this week and, uh, you know, admitting that, you know, Swiss Army Knives are cool. My pleasure. Being a it, being it bike, Swiss Army Knife or an actual Swiss Army Knife. Mm-hmm. Jonathan, <laughs> always a pleasure. Thank you, sir. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. (laughs) All All right, guys. Thank you. See ya.